I hope these strategies will help you to be able to really get some more time in on your music because if you know if we don't find time for it you're gonna look back a, a year from now and say oh man a year went by and I hardly did anything on my music and I had all these great expectations for myself welcome to the female entrepreneur musician podcast with Bree Noble Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Morning and welcome to Indie Interactive. This is Bree Noble, and I am the founder of Women of Substance Radio and the Female Entrepreneur Musician and the Female Musician Academy, and I am excited to be with you this morning on Indie Interactive. I have decided that my computer hates me, so I am going to be doing this on my phone today for whatever reason. So anyway, today we're going to be talking about Um, how to still find time for music when you have a day job. And first of all, I want to clarify, like so many of you right now that are here watching this, you don't have a day job. Maybe you, you know, I mean, if you're watching this at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, maybe you're at home or maybe you are at a day job and you're on your lunch hour. But keep in mind, there are lots of different kinds of what I call day jobs. For me, when I was creating my first album, writing it, recording it, all that stuff, I did have a day job, and that day job was taking care of a two-year-old. So there's lots of different kinds of day jobs. They're basically the things that keep us super busy when you know we want to be working on music, but we can't do that because we are so darn busy with all the things we have to do during the day. Maybe we have to you know, take care of a parent, an aging parent. Maybe we have little kids. Maybe we have a part-time job, and that is keeping us busy enough that it's hard to find time for music. I know that a lot of you guys, some of you, and hi, Wanda, so some of you guys have day jobs, and some of you have jobs that are maybe like three, four days a week, or they're part-time or whatever, and that can make it really hard to figure out how to fit music into your schedule. So let's talk about how we can do that. So the first thing that I did when I had a day job, I had a day job for quite a while when I worked at the opera, um, when I was trying to get my music stuff started. And the first thing that I did is that I found time in the morning. And you guys might not love that if you're not early risers. But if you've read The Artist Way, that book by Julia Cameron, it talks about morning pages, and I found that very useful for writing. So I would get up at maybe 6, and from 6 to 6.30, I would be writing, and writing, you know, whatever I wanted to write about. I wasn't, like, restricting myself or being, you know, specific about it, and it just really helped get my creative juices flowing. And so I know some of the people in the academy are doing that, and I think it's great. And some people, it just doesn't work for you because you can't get up early. It's just not in your DNA, and my husband's like that. You know, I get that. 
So, but that's one thing that I used to do. And I did it even when I had a two-year-old because she would maybe wake up at seven. And so I would get up to have that time to myself. And I still get up early to have time to myself in the morning before the kids, I'm getting the kids ready for school and stuff. So that's one thing that you can do. Secondly, many of you guys work in situations where you have commutes. You have to drive to and from work or you're on the train or the subway and there's so much time in there that you can get to, you know, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, and even, um, you know, working on stuff. If you have a good place to do that, you can even work on lyrics and stuff on your way if you're like on a train or something where you actually have a table. But another thing you can do that I love to do is listen to music that inspires you when you're in the car or when you're on a subway. Listen to music that gets you really excited about writing and you know creating more music of your own kind. There's definitely kinds of music that I listen to that I'm like, this is why I want to be an artist. This is what inspires me. This is what I want to do for other people. So besides podcasts and audiobooks, which are awesome, and if you're in any training courses like any of my training courses, I always make audios available to download or you can log into the course area and you can watch videos or listen to videos or listen to audios while you're driving if you've got data on your phone. Yeah, a lot. this is great. A lot of you guys are listening to my podcast during the commute, which is a perfect time to do that. That's why I love podcasts. I listen to them when I'm getting ready. I didn't even mention that too. When I'm getting ready in the morning, I'm always listening to a podcast or an audiobook or something, because that is just kind of dead time, right? You're doing your hair, you're putting on your makeup, you're getting your clothes on. Why not be learning during that time? Awesome. I'm glad you guys are doing this. Oh, interesting. You use your commute to update your social media platform. That's great. If you're in a, if you're not driving, obviously, if you're in a place that you can do that, that is perfect. Okay, so let's talk about what you can do while you're at work. So if you're in an office that they are okay with you using the internet during lunch hour, you know, as long as you're okay with them watching what you do, right? Because most offices have, they have a policy where, you know, they are able to look and see what you're doing if they wanted to. That's totally fine because you're going to be doing things that have to do with your music and they probably know that you are a musician. At least sometimes that's the case. So one thing that you can do during your lunch hour is you can use the internet to do some research for booking opportunities. That's a great time to just really go and look around, look at things like Indie on the Move, look at um, other artist sites that are similar to you or in your local area and see where they've been playing and you know create a Google Doc or something that you can then access at home where you're keeping all this information that you're getting in between, you know, while you're at work. Another thing, and that's obviously going to be for you to then contact those people later. And then, you know, continuing on with that, you can do booking calls and booking emails during your lunch. You know, your lunch hour is your lunch hour. There's no reason that if you've got like a Gmail account and you're not using your work account or you're using your phone or however, that you can go ahead and book, um, email some booking contacts, and then you can also 
email some, I mean, um, you know, some possible other artists that might be willing to do some gig swaps with you. And you can make some calls. I mean, lunchtime actually might be a good time to get in touch with some people. And if not, you can just leave messages and let them know to call you back when you get off of work. You know, let them know that a good time to contact you would be, you know, 6 p.m. or later and give them your phone number. That's a great use of your lunch hour. Another great use of your lunch hour is working on songwriting again. I used to sit in my office and work on some lyrics. And I worked, so I worked at the opera and it was a very dramatic place to work. And there was a lot of drama going on and, you know, everybody was, there's a lot of people there that were very different from me and my, you know, the way I look at the world. So it actually was a really great place to come up with lyrics for songs because there was all these people with these dramatic stories going on in their lives. They looked at life very different from me and it was a lot of great material for me to work with. So sometimes I would just start writing down phrases that came to me that people said in the office, um, you know, just some situations that they were in that interested me that I thought might make a good song. So, you know, keep in mind that when you're at work, you're outside of your normal you know, your normal everyday life, you're sometimes your normal comfort zone, and you're going to find some things that might be really interesting to turn into a song. I know that I sometimes get song ideas from like sitting in a restaurant and overhearing other people's conversations. And that's kind of like what happens when you're at work. Another thing that you can do if you're brave is actually practice during lunchtime. So I know people that practice in their car, they sing along with tracks, they bring their guitar or their ukulele if they have one because it's much easier to transport. And they go in their car and they practice. And why not? That's just kind of dead time anyway. You know, even if you spend 30 minutes kind of talking with your, your um, coworkers and stuff and you're still keeping that social atmosphere, but then you take the other 30 minutes and you go into your car and you practice or you find a room in the office building that nobody minds and you practice. That's something you can also do. Now, one girl in my academy, and I need to call her out because this is such a great idea, Lucy James, Lacey James, she decided, because she works in New York City, that she was going to busk during her lunch hour, and I thought this was such a great idea. So she goes out and she plays on the street during her lunch hour. And I can't remember if she goes you know, a little bit further away from her office, so it's not a little weird when people come out of her office building and see her. Um, but, you know, that could be fun, too, depending on where you work. But, you know, go, and that allows you to get your practice in. It, gets, it gives you experience performing in front of people. And in New York City, that's totally normal. So why not do that? Because she was feeling frustrated that her days were taken up entirely by her job and she wasn't getting any work done on her music. And I thought that was totally brilliant. So if there's a place that you can go play during lunchtime, a local restaurant that wouldn't mind if you came in and did a 30-minute set, why not do it? It's fun. It, it makes your day more exciting instead of that humdrum drudgery that sometimes comes with an, an 8-to-5 job. Like, I remember me having, you know, it's just every day is the same. You know, if you knew that every Tuesday and Thursday you were going to go play at some place for lunch, that would be fun and exciting. So um, if you guys think that idea is great, I'd love to see some, some hearts or some likes or whatever, because I was really impressed with that idea. And, you know, we're not all working in New York City, 
But if you can find a local restaurant, they might love that. They might love to have that, and they could even, you know, get some more customers from that. So consider that as a possibility. Now, my last suggestion, and this depends on what the kind of workplace is that you have, is that you may want to see if you can reorganize your schedule to work better with music. So when I worked at the opera, luckily I worked at a place where people understood the passion of music and why we would want to be doing that. And my boss was very understanding that I had, you know, this secondary passion that was actually more important to me than my job as an accountant. And, oh, thank you for all the hearts, you guys. I love looking at that on the phone. Um, he understood how important it was to me and that he knew it would make me a better and more motivated worker if I was allowed to reorganize my schedule a little bit to work better with the band that I was in. So at that time, I was in a band and we got an amazing rehearsal space. And this rehearsal space was so awesome. It was at this very large church. They had all these, you know, giant rehearsal spaces, and they were generous enough to give it to us, and they even set it up for us every day. But we had to rehearse at 3 p.m., 3 to 5. And so I'm like, how am I going to make this work with my, you know, full-time job? And I went to my boss. I explained the situation, and he was so awesome. He said, well, well how how do you think we could make this work? And I said, I would be happy to come in every day at 7. See, my, my work, it was opera people, so they're a little slow in the morning. They don't start until 9, and also they have lots of things happening on the weekends, so it wasn't like a strict 8 to 5 situation. People came in at 9, they left at 4.30, sometimes they worked on the weekends. So I was lucky in that way, and I said, you know what? I can get a lot of work done in the morning anyway when no one's here walking into my office asking me for things. How about I come in at um, 7 or 7.30 every day, and then three days a week I get off at 2.30. And he was so fine with that. And had I not asked, I could never have been able to do this, and it would have changed everything. But I just went to him, I explained the situation, and I made sure that he knew that that two hours in the morning was going to make me more productive anyway. And it worked out fantastically. So if you have a good you know, relationship with your boss or whoever you're working with, you know what? Just ask. It doesn't hurt. Explain to him how it will benefit them by you being more productive, by working at a different time, and then how it will benefit them in that it will make you more excited to work there because you'll be able to work it in with your schedule of music. That is so important to you. So... You know, I, I lucked out that I had such a great workplace. But, um, you know, if, if your full-time job is taking care of kids, give yourself the gift of some time to focus on your music and just get a babysitter even once a week. You know, when I um, recorded my Christmas album, I had a homeschooling child and a preschooler. And two days a week, I got a babysitter. I got a college student and they watched my kids for four hours, and I worked my butt off during that time to record my album. So you can make it work, you just have to be creative, and I know you guys are creative because you're talented musicians, so I know you can do this. But is there any of these things that I mentioned that you think you might like to try 
during your day job. And of course, if your day job is taking care of kids, you can get them involved in the practice sessions. If you want to spend time practicing, you can like make it like a fun pretend concert and they're going to be your audience. You know, I used to do that when I was really focusing on learning how to play my keyboard. I would tell my daughter that she was my audience and, you know, she needed to to act like an audience and let me know if I did a good job and, you know, stuff like that. And I would give her, you know, some little coins and stuff. And then I'd say, well, if you think I did good, you can put them in the tip jar, you know, and just make it kind of fun. So those are some ideas that will work for you, whether your full-time job is an actual full-time job, whether it's a part-time job in an office, or whether your full-time job is taking care of people, whether it's kids or um, older folks that you're in charge of. I hope these strategies will help you to be able to really get some more time in on your music because if, you know, if we don't find time for it, you're going to look back a, a year from now and say, oh man, a year went by and I hardly did anything on my music and I had all these great expectations for myself. So figure out how to schedule it in. If you have to actually put it on your calendar, do that. You know, I'm big on calendars and uh, using reminder apps like Asana and stuff like that, whatever works for you. But make sure that you're spending some time every week on your music. Otherwise, you'll just get frustrated and resentful, and that is no way to be a creative artist, right? So have an awesome day, you guys. Thank you for showing up. I really appreciate it, and I will see you next week on Indie Interactive. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com with editing by Bree Noble and music by Stella Ronson.